to Ms. Hairston's office that day. The Boston branch of the Posse Foundation was scheduled to announce its winners. In the Boston area, there are 60 Posse scholarships awarded annually. Over the years, on average, BAA seniors have received anywhere from one to four of the slots. Receiving a Posse means a four-year scholarship to a prestigious liberal arts college, as well as specialized and intensive advising, and a real Posse, or support group, to meet with throughout all four years. Even students who may not at first be interested in attending the selected Posse schools still hope to compete for the coveted scholarships. Seniors know that if they are recommended and succeed in the first round of competitive group interviews, becoming a finalist, they have a chance of graduating from a good college without having to worry too much about money. They may have to worry about being far from home and one of the few poor or minority kids on campus, or about feeling completely out of place socially or culturally but they will be on their way to a degree, and they will have their posse. When should we hear? One young woman anxiously asks Miss Harrison. Didn't they say by noon today? Marcia has been an honor roll student since arriving at BAA. She is a vocalist, but much more interested in social and political issues than in a career as a professional musician. Without a full scholarship, college is not a possibility for Marcia. She knows this. She also knows that while her mother wants her to continue her education, her absence will make things difficult at home. Marcia has a disabled sister who requires full-time care. Her mother works nights, and Marcia and her stepfather share the responsibility of taking care of her sister in the evening. Marcia has juggled a lot during the last four years. She doesn't dare wish too hard for good news. Her best friend, Jayla, who is also competing for a posse, squeezes her hand. Come on, Jayla says. Let's stop checking our email and get something to eat. By the time we come back, we'll hear something. Ms. Hairston assures them both that if she gets the call or email first, she will track them down. Three large room dividers carve out space in the guidance office surrounding Ms. Hairston's desk. Those dividers are covered with pictures of BAA graduates from the past 16 years. Since 2000, Ms. Hairston has assured seniors that college was within their reach. For many, the promise has been fulfilled. For others, the challenges have been insurmountable. False Promises Since stepping down as BAA's headmaster, I have oftentimes wondered how well the school fulfilled my annual promise that everyone will finish high school and go on to college or a career. For a long time, our statistics have remained constant. 94% of our graduates are accepted to college or career training. On the surface, that number offers evidence in support of a great American assumption. Everyone is equal. I can't imagine having said anything differently at those opening assemblies as 125 freshmen looked eagerly at me and anxiously at their peers, wondering if they would be the next star in their field. But with the benefit of time and space... I am troubled that I may have inadvertently perpetuated a falsehood. As I rejoice at the many hundreds of our successful alumni, I rage at the circumstances that reduce so many others to low-wage jobs. Many may be accepted to college, but how many finish? Acceptance is not the same as enrollment. Of that 94% accepted, an average of 65% actually enroll. Of those who enroll, how many graduate? In various studies we did at BAA, we found that about two-thirds of our students finish with a degree, 
Some may say that this outcome is outstanding. How many urban schools can boast such college completion rates? But I see it differently. What about the other one-third who do not get a degree? Where are they now? What were the barriers between them and college access or retention? And how could we have better prepared them to overcome those obstacles or to find another path to success? Shanita, whose story I related in my first book, The Hardest Questions Aren't on the Test, is one of the students for whom the promise proved false. Despite being the valedictorian of her class, she did not go on to college. For complicated reasons relating to a lack of experience or perhaps even shame, Shanita lost a scholarship because she didn't send in her deposit to hold her place. For years, Shanita's story has haunted me. In many respects, it is the touchstone for this new audiobook. It is not an individual story.